what is the future? Is uh, the future a thing, an abstract idea, or a person? The Bible says, <laughs> as a man thinketh, yeah. so is he. The future is in a person. Mm. The future is in a person. Our thinking within us, very, very important. Mm. How we see the future, we tell how the future will look like. Mm. So it's in a person. Not just an ordinary idea. Mm. It's in a person. The way you dress it, the way you define it, the way you picture it, that's how it's going to be for you. What's the most important thing the next generation must not miss? History is very, very important. It's very, very important. And uh, history can always repeat itself. History can always repeat itself. So the next generation, they should not mean, they should not forget history. Or else, they themselves, they will become our history. They should see the error of the past generation. They have to correct it. They should not continue in the era of the past or present generation. Mm. We should not continue in it. We should make up our mind to correct it. But unfortunately, many of the people that we are looking at to be the next generation, they are even following the era of the present generation, which is not all that good. Is every child great? And uh, will every child be great? If the answer is no, what then separates one from the other? This is a divisor of Amalale Koenok. My guest today is Pastor and Principal John Adeyemi, a pastor at Deeper Christian Life Ministry, has trained over 1,000 students the Lord's way academically and morally, loves teaching physics with a high record of A's result in his school. He has been the principal of Real Comprehensive High School for more than 10 years, currently in his 13th year this session. Under his leadership, the school has been labeled one of the best recognized by West Africa Examination Council, WIEC, studied electrical electronics, has a PGD in education, married, and blessed with children. Daddy, welcome to Edifice Radio Show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to have you again. Thank you. Uh, uh, by God's grace, I got to know you in 2018, and uh, I brought about this vision as well to you. And of, I move around schools, actually, but uh, your, your style embraced what we had. And from there, uh, basically, you're just uh, you are the person God used to kickstart this vision edifice. And so, for that, I want to say thank you, sir. Oh, glory be to God! <laughs> You've been an amazing <laughs> man to us. You've been an amazing mentor and father. I want to say we appreciate that, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, moving into today's dialogue with you. Actually, our core focus today is uh, the future. And uh, before we go into that, we'd like you to talk to us about you, from not being a principal to being. A principal, trained students, and a lot of that about yourself, sir. Hmm. Thank you very much. Okay. The journey has been a long one up to this time. By the grace of God, I went for my service year in the year 1992. So it ended 1993, and that's at uh, Kaduna State. There I served with a telecom private organization. And uh, after my service year, the owner 
I'd like me to stay with them as their engineer. But because of one thing or the other, because of the character of the man and his behavior, I appreciated him, but I let down the offer. Said, the Lord had not told me to wait behind mm. in Kaduna. And that's how I left the place and wow. I came down home. <laughs> so I was, I was in Modakeke you know, through the remaining part of 1993 up to February 1994. And uh, when I got the revelation that I found myself teaching in one of the schools around this on road. So I was wondering which school is there? The only school I knew at that time along the road is a mustard seed, Nazarene Primary School. So I was thinking, would I be able to deal with young, small, small, small children, <laughs> things like that. And that's how my mind went to a lady's girls high school then, 1994. And immediately I approached my, my father, not really my father, but his elder brother to my own mother. I was living with him at that time. And uh, I told him, I said, at a lady's girls high school, Oop, do you know the principal? They don't need a, a physics teacher. Immediately he sent me to the principal and they have been looking for the I mean for the physics teacher then. Wow. For many time for many months. The SS3 at that time, those girls, there's no physics teacher. So I got there February. And February, they are preparing for WAEC that time, May, June. So I was able to, immediately they employed me. <laughs> but they employed me as a Parents Teacher Association teacher, PTA teacher. Okay. And that, at that time, 1994, I think they started with me. 200 Naira or 150 Naira at <laughs> <laughs> that time. And that's what I've been living on. With that, I do a lot of other things, you know, to keep up and uh, moving on. So, and uh, I married 1997, that's married nice. 1997, and that's how I continue. Up to around 1998, around 1998, when the government scraped, you know, the issue of a PTA teacher. Wow. And that's how I left, that's how I left, I did this high school, and then I've been doing a part-time teaching in Nairobi Comprehensive High School, around that time and that's how I finally went to Roya, oh. Roya Comprehensive High School and uh, I started with them in 1998, 1998 and uh, teaching physics, things like that and um, then 2000, 2006 to 2007 academic year, that is when I became the principal then wow. at Roya Comprehensive High School <laughs> until date as uh, the principal. Oh dear Lord. <laughs> oh dear. Well, looking at that journey of long and because mm. I know you just cut shit short. That is, that is <laughs> when the time probably you wanted to quit uh, doing what you're doing, especially being being the education line. When the time we were maybe you know, like there are better things out there to do other than being a teacher. When the time you want to just quit and go for something else. Well, Around that 1994, 1994, my mother 
when I have not gotten any place, any work doing, I only I was only rearing fowls. Okay. Had a poultry then, things like that to keep up myself and then serving the Lord. My mother just came to me and he was telling me that uh, is this how I'm going to stay at home after service here, not do anything, or do something like that. I let her to know that uh, woman, uh, <laughs> if it is that I have not been giving you things, I said that one is in the hand of God. I said, do you want me to go out to leave this surrounding when God is not asking me to leave? I told her like that. And uh, I told her that if that's your wish, what you want, I will go out. I will leave this area. And I will begin in search of a job. Maybe to travel to Lagos, Abuja, Urakot, or whatever, things like that. I said, but if my dead body is brought back home, don't cry. Mm-hmm. She said, no, that's not what I am saying, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I said, leave me alone. God has not asked me to leave. Let me be doing what I am doing. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I started teaching, uh, I don't have uh, any mind of quitting, even though it was a, a PTA work I was doing, not a government one, things like that. But I believe something. Whether it's government work or private work that one is doing, as far as you are diligent in it, mm. you you continue moving up gradually, little by little, or do something like that. That was my belief. That's what was my belief. Not just to I also rely on God in whatever step I want to take. Things mm. like that. So I was not led. Mm. So I don't have the mind of living. This that I am doing, other than maybe to augment it with my farming work, okay. my poultry work, rearing, things like that. That's wow. what I'm doing. That's amazing. Uh, looking at, uh, you said something about how you'll be able to cope with dealing with young uh, children and all of that. Uh, aren't you tired in dealing with youngsters because almost all through your life you have to deal with young mm. and young mm. and young and young. That cycle keeps continuing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was tired of this, this, this people. <laughs> actually, actually, I like youth. Mm. I like being their miss. <laughs> Things like that. Don't forget, I started with a girls high school. Okay. All of them, they are girls. And many, many of them, they are my friends, we are together, all those things like that. And uh, by the time I started at uh, a ladies' guest high school, before I got there, teachers there, they're befriending them, befriending them, even to the level of the vice principal, befriending them, things like that. So when I got there, I got there and they see that I am different. Mm. In fact, there was a time in the class as I was teaching, some of the guests there, they were doing some and some. I, I talked to them. I said, be very careful. I'm not here for all that. Mm. I said, please, we are here for a serious business. Face your study, all those things like that. It is then they got to know about me more. And uh, many of them, when any teacher approached them, they would come and tell me, to help me beg the teachers, and I used to do. I would go to the teacher and say, please, 
She's my daughter. Please help me release her. And they, they will release them. Oh. Things like that. <laughs> so, and uh, I have many, many, they, they, many of them today, they are mothers. <laughs> and do you know, accidentally, some of their children are also okay. teaching them in Roya. <laughs> That's serious. We touch friend and mother and children. Things like that. Oh my so, God. Uh, especially the girls. I see the word of girls, word of females, as the builder of nations. Mm. So, so close with them, advise them, tell them this, tell them that. Because I believe if they got converted, mm. they will influence their children. So, all true. I've been very close to many of them that are females. And we are friends, we talk together, all those things like that. Even when I left Lady Girls High School, I see how many of them also developed in Roya since wow. 1998, all those and So, I like the word of youth. Wow. I stay in their midst. <laughs> we discuss together all those things. Okay, uh, we're still going to dive more into the youth thing. Okay, uh, uh, when in dealing with, uh, especially in school, dealing with children, uh, the time might come by, all your methods and techniques don't work. But you try this, it doesn't work, you try that. Especially in some kind of student, you just you teach and teach them, but they don't seem to be given the results you desire. What do you do in your experience? What do you do about that in developing a child and yet not getting what you want when there's, the result is not showing forth? <clears throat> My belief. I believe in having a result from students is that you do all that you could. There is no child that cannot give a good result, excellent result. There's no child. It depends, depends on the teacher okay. and also though it depends on the students too. Okay. You, know, student. you see, uh, most time, I let them to understand that uh, this is the only will that your parents can give to you, education. And if you abuse it, it will bounce back to you. So what I normally do is, I, I, I used to word them. I talk to their senses, <laughs> things like that. I talk to their senses. I've had, I've had a student in a, a ladies' girls' high school here. It's also a mother now. Wow. No, it's not in time. It's on Duna. There was a time she wrote. He said, Daddy, I love you, but... Stopped. Later, I now called. I said, what do you mean by the but? So she was telling me that, uh, but I'm, I'm very hard. That, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm very hard. Because if they do what they're supposed not to do, apart from beating them, beating them, I word them. Mm. Keep them serious word. So that their senses will come up. <laughs> Things like that. So, the so that's what is, I do. Mm. It's what bring their senses to. That is it. That's what I do. That's what I do. Though I beat also to the extent that uh, they named me. Mm. They nicknamed me. <laughs> I will wire you. <laughs> 
That's what, that's what <laughs> the nickname they gave me. That's the... You see, I, I take physics. Okay. Do you know something? In 2003, to, in 2001, that was when I had my second born, the boy there. That was when I, she, he was giving birth to. My wife gave birth to, to him at Elisha. I got the information. And it's around April when we are highly preparing for work. Right. And I was to prepare them for physics practical. I couldn't go immediately, immediately, that my wife gave birth just because of these children. Mm. Just to pass across to them all that they need in preparation for this exam. I delayed my going. Though I later went, but I delayed my going. So those are the things I used to do, you know, to really prepare them. Oh. And I used to charge, challenge other teachers. I said, let me tell you, if you said that these students are bad, these students are bad, it's because look in world, look in world. No, there have not been any, any year, there have not been any year that we had less 50%. 50% of the students that passed. Mm. There's not been any year. So if you're not saying this student have this man are like this, you should look at your own method too. Mm. If you're not having, if you're having 7%, you're having 10% of student passing, mm. it's, it's too bad. So I used to challenge them that are they not the same student that are offering physics? And it's not that uh, there is any any or what they call it. Expo. Expo. There's nothing like that. Nothing like that. That's just it. Wow. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> teaching. Oh, ah, okay, I, I, this is out of context actually, but teaching is teaching a job or a call. Hmm. It's both. Mm. It's both. You know, <laughs> You can be you can be gifted. And you can be trained. One can be trained as a teacher. And one also can be gifted, like me. I wasn't trained as a teacher. I only went to for my PGDE so as to have a higher something in education. Okay. And also to be able to be relevant in the line of education. So that nobody will just come and be embarrassing me that you are not a trained something, things like that. Mm. You understand me? And there are trained teachers okay. that are not gifted teachers. That's true. And there are gifted teachers, though they may not be trained, they may not go to college of education. Mm. Things like that. That's they true. may not. And so that's why I said it's both. Mm. It's both. One can be trained as a teacher and one can be gifted as a teacher. But in the context of Nigeria, mm. they want you to have a certificate to back you up that you are a teacher. That's okay. Okay, uh, but uh, going for teaching, because for you, you saw that it's more like a revelation. Mm. But for many, I think one of the reasons why we don't have the results needed in most schools is that many go there because there's no other option than to just mm. to keep ends meet. Mm. But for you, it's something mm. that is revealed to Thank go you. into teaching. So exactly. how do one balance that part whereby we have more of those that are there to keep ends meet and few that are there to really develop the youngsters? Because it's those that just go there to make ends meet that really cause the trouble. 
It's just a complaint that this guy is not serious. They only focus on the best student. But for the core, the people like this is my assignment to make sure that at least 90% of you are well developed. How do one balance that? What? There's no how one can detect in a during the interview, when you're interviewing a person. Okay. Whether this one is just looking for what's going to hit, things like that. But the only thing that is there is this. Whether to get what you need at a time, that's why you, one goes into teaching or not. The scripture says that uh, Whatsoever your hand finds to do, do it well. Mm. Do it well. Mm. That's, that. that's powerful. So, that is what must be at the back of the mind of anyone, anyone who was going to teach it. Mm. Actually, when I was at uh, Alice Gessa High School, mm. I've not gone for my PGD and I've not learned to write lesson plan. Okay. During that time, when I refused to, when I refused to, to write, the VP called me that time. Said, "It's part of learning. If we, you know more, all those things like that. When you are learning, when you are doing it, all those things like that." As I changed and I started writing my lesson plan, mm -hmm. things like that. And that place at a lady, there was a time, uh, the board of the uh, trustee they called them for governor that are managing a ladies' girls' high school, the Catholic members at that time. Okay. When they held a meeting, do you know, they voted me as the best oh. hard-working teacher at a ladies' girls' high school. Oh, yeah. This and a PTA teacher. Mm. They didn't even vote, the government teacher. <laughs> but they voted me. Mm. What do you that? So, that's why I said, Whatever your hand finds to do, not That's only in right. teaching, do it well. Mm. That's it. Do it well. Okay, uh, is every child great? And uh, will every child be great? Is every child great? And will every child be great? And uh, if the answer is no, that will every child be great, what then separates one from the other? We went to the same school, went to, went to the same experience and all of that, but there still seems to be this disparity between children. Every child is not great, but every child can be great. Mm. You understand me? Okay. Uh, that calls for the character of the child. Okay. How dutiful, how diligent, how focused that child is. It's going to tell whether it's going to be eventually be great or not. Things like that. It's going to be eventually great or not. The vision in mind mm. that the child is having 
we tell a lot. Okay. Tell a lot. Mm -hmm. Tell a lot. So every child can be great depending on the attitude, the character, the vision. It depends on them. Mm. It depends. All right. Uh, we also have this issue when it comes to academic stuff about brilliancy. Of course, we believe that all is almost every child is brilliant in something. Uh, but the question is, uh, when it comes to sometimes in school, we tend to measure brilliancy by how well you pass. And uh, probably I should say it this way, it's books for everybody, for mm. every children. It's learning through books, going through the four walls and all of that. Is it for every child? I can, uh, a child's brilliancy can be, can all child children be measured by that? No. But every child needs that formal education. Okay. It's very, very important. It's very, very important. The formal education exposes our mind. It exposes mm. our mind. Even if a child is not going to go too far, we still need that formal education. We still need that formal education. No, so that everything will not, may not be book, 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 book throughout. Okay. We, we, we need to diversify to that area of life. But still, we need that initial education. Mm. Very, very important. Mm. We need it. But that's not the measure for a child's brilliancy. It should not be. Mm. It should not be. You see, there are, there are great uh, scientists that were not developed no, so much in the four wall of the classroom. Some of them were even no, sent out of the school. Self-taught. Things like that. But eventually, they sat down, they fashioned out things, and they became great. And through what they did, we see um, intellect, mm. intelligence in there. That's so it is not book alone that's by which we can measure being intelligent, being brilliant. Mm. Should not be book alone. Mm. That's, that's powerful. I, I, I think I love that because uh, in our country and in our environment, we all uh, operate tend to streamline mm. books to greatness and brilliancy. Mm. For me now, I'm a very creative person. I, I love artistry. Mm. But when I was young, I spent my money in buying books and canvas that are used for drawings. But because uh, I won't buy anything in school, I'll save my money until it's enough to get colors and pen mm. and pencil. Mm. But eventually it's got beaten out of me. My dad beat the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. So today my mom used to tease him like, my, probably if she sides someone doing something like that, you'd be like, this is what my son would have been doing too, but your dad won't allow you, stuff mm. like that. So for, what, what advice do you have for parents as regards that? The brain should allow creativity. That is it. Out of their children. They should allow it. Mm. Very, very important. And uh, parents 
should not just be straight-jacketed in a particular area of life. Mm. We, we are different, different entity. Okay. Are different. Things like that. So they should allow. What they should, the parents should do is that they can look very deeply okay. in this area of things that this child maybe you no know, is uh, tending to. Mm. They should look deeply, then they see the future behind it, and see how blessed the thing can be. Others like that. So it's very, very important. Wow, that's, mm. that's very powerful. All right, so uh, going to the core of today, what is the future? Is uh, the future a thing, an abstract idea by a person? The Bible says, <laughs> as a man thinketh, yeah. so is he. Okay. The future is in the person. The future is in the person. Our thinking within us, very, very important. Mm. How we see the future, we tell how the future will look like. Mm. So it's in the person. Not just an ordinary idea. Mm. It's in the person. The way you dress it, the way you define it, the way you picture it, that's how it's going to be for you. Mm. That's how it's going to be. Wow. And uh, about the next generation, sir, why should we not give up on them? <laughs> Cannot give up on the next generation. If we do, I mean, we are giving up now I've reached your day. We are giving it up, our future. <laughs> because the next generation, they will succeed us. We should not give up. We should not give up. Even though things are turning no, in a bad way today, yet we should not give up. Yet we should not. There's still hope. There's still hope for our future. There's still hope. What's the most important thing the next generation must not miss? Hey, Rizob, the Minor Engineering Home, where questions of life are answered, depression is gone, liberty is sure, confusions are dealt with, and the life of God is given, where you are built and empowered. To be a part of this mission, building the mind and changing lives. You can partner with us financially at www.biz.ly slash partner with Edivisorb with your substance unto the Lord. God bless you. Edivisorb, the mind re-engineering of... Hmm. What they should not miss. Yes, you know that uh, history is very, very important. It's very, very important. And uh, history can always repeat itself. Mm. History can always repeat itself. 
And so the next generation, they should not mean, they should not forget history. Or hence, they themselves, they will become our history. <laughs> they become our history. They should see the error of the past generation. They have to correct it. We should not correct, I mean, we should not continue in the error of the past or present generation. Mm. We should not co continue in it. We should make up our mind to correct it. But unfortunately, many of the people that we are looking at to be the next generation, they are even following the error of the present generation. Mm. They are even following it, which is not all that good. It's not all that good. It will not give us a better generation to come. It will not. Ah. It won't. And probably, can you give us probably one of the common errors you see the next generation falling into again? <laughs> the present generation that we're having. Listen. People don't want to walk. And they want to hang. Mm. They want to hang in living. And they're not ready to walk. They're not ready to walk. Just like that. Everybody, they're just running after money, 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 money. When we have the money, is it possible for us to be eating the paper? <laughs> is it possible? It's not possible for us. We can't be eating paper. I was seeing many today's run after money. But uh, in a way, sometimes when we look at it again, I, I think it's, it's in the quest for to avoid when you, should I say, work more than or you're paid less. This is not the reason for why the reason why many don't even just don't work again. <laughs> because they, <laughs> because they, they are paying them of less. energy and. The returns cannot, it's not commensurate to the energy dispensed. It's because of the, of the, what I call it, our lifestyle of cheating others. Mm -hmm. That's when you see people working and you pay them less. That's our lifestyle of cheating others. Jesus will come on today. Please say that. It will really come on today. And, and actually, uh, that you are paid less, that should not stop you from working. Okay. That should not stop one from working. Mm. Things like that. Why? Because it is and the ultimate, it is not your honey that is tantamount to your blessing. Mm. There is honey is in one side, God's blessing is in the other side. It's in the other side. Mm. So that one is being paid less. That should not stop you from working and That's do. Fine what you're supposed to do. To do. Simple. Mm. Okay, well, uh, 
this, this is not actually not in line with my uh, next thing, but what, will you, what advice will you give to someone pursuing, or uh, should I say, a vision that at the moment does not bring uh, the required returns? Patience, oh. <laughs> Patience, oh. Okay, <laughs> that's straightforward. <laughs> Patience, oh. That's it, oh. Mm. Because what is not sufficient today will be surplus tomorrow. How do you know it will be surplus tomorrow? Hmm? How will you know it will be surplus? Our life is by faith. Mm. We live by taking a risk. Okay. We live by taking a risk. And that's a life of faith. In exercising of faith, there is always an element of risk taking. That's right. That's it. If you don't take risk, you will stay indoor 24-7. Mm. To go out is risk taking. <laughs> so, in whatever thing that we are doing, we take a little bit of risk, live by faith, and we believe that the blessing will come. Mm. The result will come. What is there? Result will come. Mm. All right. <laughs> okay, back to <laughs> all right. Taking back a journey into your into your years of developing children to adolescent, then preparing them for youthfulness. Uh, for a parent now, what would you say is the excellent guide for developing children today? What's the excellent guide, like? This today's children, role. for example, I think earlier today we saw what the boy did. Actually, where he's going is to ask about, <laughs> can I on the TV? <laughs> we started with, is there light? <laughs> 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 to, if uh, I can't remember the second question, if he can on the TV. Now, instead of going straight forward, he just kind of uh, <laughs> try to see if, well, if he's going to agree to me watching TV. <laughs> so for the, to developing a child today, to growing a child today, what we say is the excellent guide for, your, for parents. Well, the excellent guide in developing adolescent youth today, let me tell you, my brother, it is exemplary lifestyle. Exemplary lifestyle. What you tell them by word, mm. by precepts, show it to them in practice. Mm. In practice. They will learn a lot. Mm. They will learn a lot. Most of the youth that grew up under me, if we are to do anything, I lead them to do it. Mm. I will lead them to do it. It's, it's, the, it's the principle of uh, Gideon. The principle of Gideon. When God called Gideon, eventually he agreed with God. Even though in the initial he was arguing with God, but he eventually agreed. So when they had to go to a battle, he told the people, whatever thing you see me do, do likewise. That's the principle. And we develop them. So it's not just you sit down and be telling them, do this, do that, and this. They are seeing you constantly, they are sitting down. 
You didn't do it. You didn't do it. But that will be developed, they'll be raised. Wow. Mm. That's great. In your time being a principal, what's your own greatest secret in maturing children? Taking someone from I just finished primary school and then growing them or through to the university level. I try to find out their backgrounds. Mm. Their background. Only few of my students, only few of my students that I will not eventually get to their family. Mm. Only few of them. If I'm so close with the student, I will get to the family. I will know the parents, things like that, things like that. I have some of them. You no, know, from our ladies, in those days, that 1994, 1995, things like that, that it is right in the school, I knew them. And eventually I followed them to their family, their family. Some of them, their family, they were not in our church at that time. Mm. But eventually, they came to our church. Eventually, they came to our church. Things like that. So, uh, in training adolescents, things like that, and to know their background, you have to be concerned about them. Something about them. Come on. Anytime I enter into the class, I don't just enter into the class and go to the board. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. I don't. I will walk through the class. I will walk through the class. I will look at their faces. Who among them is looking dull? Wake him up or wake her up. Cheer up. So that I will not just be blah, 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 blah. On mm -hmm. a dead mind. Mm -hmm. They won't get what I'm passing across to them. Whatever thing had, that had happened uh, during the last class with the last teacher, I want to wash it away and have a clean slate of mind for me to put my home. So that what had happened in the last class will not disturb my home. So I wake them up, I wake them up. All those, all those things like that. So, one has to be concerned about them. Mm. If they are looking dull, you check up, hope there's no problem. Any problem, you smile. You smile. <laughs> 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 Even though they know that I used to beat them, like I said, they know. And they know that when I beat them, I beat them for the right thing, they know. Mm. Who has them? <laughs> How do you feel when principal beats you? <laughs> they, they will tell you that uh, uh, I've gone, I've passed my boundary. Uh. <laughs> Things like that. Yes, I had a student at uh, Roya so many years ago that she misbehaved. She, she, she said what she was supposed not to say. And I went to the class. And unfortunately for her, it's only one entrance that mm -hmm. entered into that class. Mm -hmm. No any other entrance. So by the time I entered to the class, I closed the door, 
no chance for her to run out. And I beat her, gave her about 12 strokes. Uh -huh. When I beat her, she ran out, and she ran out of the school, and she went to go and tell the mother. And eventually, eventually, <laughs> the mother came to the school. By the time, the, I wasn't the, the principal then, oh. just a teacher. So by the time the mother came to the school, she first of all met one teacher. That's a woman, but not in, even in the school again. She has crossed over to the government school. And the woman told the teacher, this, this, this. And the teacher asked the mama, say, who beat your daughter? And then I said, it is a Pastor Adeyemi. Ah! The teacher said, if it is Pastor Adeyemi, <laughs> that beats your daughter, your daughter will to koja ye. And that's how the woman went back. Wow. That's how she went back. They didn't come to me. It was later that I think they reported the case to Reverend. Reverend called me. The Reverend said that uh, he was told that uh, I gave the child 20-something stroke. I said, me. This is not 20-something stroke. I said, the other students were there. I said, I gave her 12. And and I told Reverend, I said, this is the reason why I beat her. I said, you know, that something has just happened in this school. Mm. Where a student accused a teacher that uh, if the student can allow him to be befriending her, that he will be giving you know, him marks. I said, she misbehaved. Mm. And because of what is happening, I don't want to, don't want to give chance to that. I said, that's why I discipline her. <laughs> so the man says, it's okay. He says, it's okay. Mm. And that's, that's what ended the whole thing. <laughs> and with the child, we are still, still friends, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what is there. Uh, you should know their background. You should know about them. Some of them, they are not happy from home. Some of them, they are single parents, children. All those things like that. That. I even have one presently now that uh, you know the, the 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 mother and the father they are not together again. The father has eventually married to another woman, and even though he's outside the country, and uh, the mother also has married to another person, had siblings, things like that. So wow. sometimes, and she stayed with the father. Wow of the, I mean, the grandpa. Okay. That's where she stay. And many times, they won't allow her to have some discussion with the mother or those things like that. And sometimes she has that kind of a loneliness and a, all those kind of things. which can affect the students. Strength. Things like that. Things like that. Yes, that's true. So, one need to get to know about their background, then see how you can raise them, how you can develop them, all those things like that. Mm. Okay, that's that's powerful. That's a great secret. <laughs> Knowing them well. Well, uh, this is a very good question. It's a principle actually, which is uh, given the fact of how things are now and seeing the result of what academics has done to a country, uh, is education still the way? Education is very, very important. <laughs> Education gives knowledge. Okay. It 
keeps knowledge. But the end of everything is not the knowledge. Mm. You practicalize the knowledge. Okay. Practicalize the knowledge. So it's not just to be educated, to be educated. If you are educated and you don't practice what you've learned, it's tantamount to nothing. Mm. So education is very good. It gives you a knowledge, but practicalize that knowledge. Make mm. use of the knowledge. It is that that will take us to where we are going. Mm. It is that practicing what we have learned. Okay, uh, for, for leaders and mentors, probably outside, outside of the maybe the schooling cycle now and teachers and potential parents, what should they note about training young people? What should they take note and have in mind about training building the young stars? <coughs> hmm. You see, young people of today there's a white gap. Oh. Tell me what's that. <laughs> with the young people of 70s. Oh. Okay. Young people of 70s. Things like that. The young people of today, uh, anyone wants to mentor them, wants to put something in them, raise them, you have to have a listening here, have a broad mind. Mm. If you don't have a broad mind, you will throw them away mm. and you will waste them. Uh, well on that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> By the time they behave somehow, somehow, it is so irritating to you. You will say you don't want to see them again. Mm. And if you don't see them again, how will you raise them? Wow. How will you raise them? So, you correct them, you bring them again to yourself. Mm. You correct their error. You don't eat their personality. Mm. Don't eat their personality. You correct their mistakes, their error. Put them right. Put them right. Mm. That's that's what we can do, and we have to. We should exercise a lot of patience with them. <laughs> if you are not patient with them, they will run away from you. Wow. They will run away from you. What does it mean to be patient? To be patient with them. Yeah. To be patient itself. <laughs> to be patient, go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> You, you can long suffer, can long suffer, and you don't easily irritated. Mm. Too easily irritated when they talk, when they act, think deeply, think deeply, others like that, and. In being patient, you you should not just expect pay 
Once I correct like this, once oh. that should be the end. Wow. It may not be. Mm. It may not be. We still need to correct again. Petition. You correct again. That is it. Repetition. Yeah. Wow. That's that's powerful. And uh, before we before we go to the last for today. In your time of service, what's your greatest lesson? Mm. <laughs> Things that I've learned. Mm. You see, I've learned to be, especially when I came in as the school administrator. Okay. I've learned to be a dumping grant. I you don't understand. understand that. <laughs> <laughs> you know a dumping ground? Yeah. Where they dump this, they dump that. Okay. Akita. Yeah, and that's... <laughs> Apart from Iberia Grand, mm. the most fertile place on heart again oh dear. is the dumping ground. Oh dear. It's the dumping ground. That's big. The burial ground, the burial ground is so fertile in a wasted knowledge. Mm. Knowledge that were not used when the man was alive, but now it makes the ground to become fertile. Mm. Knowledge. But this other one, mm. uh, the dumping ground, yes, sir. where you dump refuse and all those things like that. Okay. Things that you feel that is not useful for you, go and dump it over there. Those things become manure. And if you plant that very place, fat, you get the greatest of it. So I've learned to be a dumping ground. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. I found myself at the center. Okay. Find myself at the center. I have the school proprietor. I have the parents. I have the student. And I have the teachers. I have the teachers. This one will bring his blame bam, on me. They dump it on me. <laughs> this other one on me. That other one on me. This other one on me. They dump everything on me. So I've learned to be a dumping ground. So to accept, accept this, accept that, and developing myself. So I've learned to be to be to be patient. <laughs> learn to be patient. I've learned to endure. Okay. Because it is not easy. Mm. Especially when you are a, when you are a principal in a private school. Mm. It's not easy. You carry a lot of load. <laughs> you carry a lot of load. A lot. Things like that. And uh, this one we said this, I saw that one we said, uh, all those things like that. Students, even students will see you as their enemy. <laughs> As the enemy. 
you know, sorry to say this, do I, how do I say it, how do I say it? Do I say it? In any school setting, any school setting, especially the private school, the one who founded the school, okay. he, he, he should not be, he should not be the, 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 the most rewardable person. Mm. Most rewardable. How many times do the students see them? Mm. They come and leave, they come and leave. Even the people that are with them 24 7, they don't reward them well. Wow. They don't reward them well. They said that. They don't reward them well. They don't even remember them. Mm. They don't remember their teachers again. You know, they forget the name of their teachers. Yes. Except by divine, by the providence of God, that they got to meet with that teacher. That is when they will remember the teacher. So that means if during the lifetime they fail to meet with that teacher again, they won't remember that teacher again. And this is somebody who has done something to your life. But let me tell you, they continue to remember the name of the school, they continue to remember the name of the owner of the school. Mm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I know how many students has passed through me, that has passed through me. That's true, sir. I do. <laughs> the first set in Royal Comprehensive High School, the first set in Royal Comprehensive High School, when they were doing their electricity service, after we finished, they all came to my house here. Yeah. I entertained them. I killed a broiler for them. Wow. They hate here. Yeah. Those four sets, how many of them do I see again? Mm. Leave it. How many of them? Did I see again? Those four sets. That is 2001. Mm. Yeah, 2001. And so, notwithstanding, notwithstanding, I said, I've learned to be patient. I've learned to accept whatever blame others have learned to. Okay, so uh, when you're talking about remembrance, are you referring to the student or the proprietor, or the founder of the school, or both? What? For me, I've not left the, the service. <laughs> I've not left the service. I don't even know. I don't even know what the school is having in plan. For me, if I eventually I leave the service, because for somebody to be a principal in this in this particular school for 13, 14 years, 13, 14 years principal, ah, who is you? A lot of load on you. That's true, sir. <laughs> Most of the public school principals that eventually retire, me recommend you do me for to make jolo as the principal before they eventually right. retire. That's true, sir. Said that. And what do they do? What do they do that is so special? They said that they, they attend meetings. <laughs> but in private school, you do a lot of work. Oh. You work out yourself. <laughs> you play and trembling. <laughs> do a lot of work. So, um, but the major thing is that. Uh, and that's why where I stand. Let God to remember me. Mm. That's it. Nehemiah said, 
after all the exploits that he did, he said, remember me, O God. Mm. That was his prayer. He said, remember me, O God. So, I waited God to remember me. I'm also to raise my children higher. That's okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, we're still on the lessons. Your, is that all? <laughs> yes, I've learned to also know this human relationship. I've okay. learned to know about people, human beings. I've learned to know about them. I've learned about administration of a school. Not about that. Ever before I was called to be the principal in Roya, comprehensive high school, I only knew about uh, church administration. Mm. Church administration. But now, I also know about school administration. Mm. There, there are two different things. There are two different things, no. <laughs> <laughs> there are two different things, no. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so I've learned about that. Learned about that. Any other, any other lessons? Mm. Any other lessons? Hmm. <laughs> 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 because uh, your your sign now uh, is something deep. <laughs> Give me that sign. It's, it's something. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if you're not being school system, mm. most of the things that they say about school about all these uh, expo, all those kind of problems, you will not know. Mm. So, I know all that. Learn. And uh, learn to disabuse, you know, the minds of our students from all those things. They will not help you. As far as you have all those things, what you're supposed to do, you will not do. Mm. You will do. And you see, we are not only learning to pass exam, or reading to pass exam. We are reading for the future. In the future, there are challenges. If you only pass the exam by whatever thing that you have, that you found, you pass the exam, what about the challenges ahead? What do you see like that? Mm. What do you see? Wow. On the final note, uh, if there's anything you would like to say to the next generation, what would it be? Hmm. What to say to the next generation? What? I will speak to the next generation to learn to be diligent work with their hands and uh, they should be ready to to leave a good legacy also mm. you be prepared to leave a good legacy because very soon also what we call next generation 
we also go away. Mm. They also go away. So they should be prepared to leave a good legacy. A good legacy. Corruption that is uh, killing us today. In Africa, and most especially in Nigeria, the next generation should not be involved. The next generation should not be involved. Corruption is one of our Goliaths in Africa, and especially Nigeria. Corruption. So, if you if you listen to the present present uh, uh, whatever, don't let me say present. Even the people that will be the next generation, if you listen to them very well, they will say it will soon come to our turn. <laughs> we also will go and collect our home. We'll go and do this. We'll go and do that. All that will not help us. All that will help us. Please say that. And uh, it cannot be possible. Cannot be possible. What what fits Nigeria? Should be socialism. <laughs> be socialism. <laughs> Why should an individual alone have a lot of acres of land? Kind of a fishy. What do you say that? Just like that. But the man who practice socialism in Nigeria, me rokuyo debe, rokuyo debe. I don't know. Mm. Don't know, but beauty rebe. No, we should do the thing rightly. We should do things rightly. We should do things rightly. Eh? Do things rightly. Everybody is high. Our national money. Everybody is high it. Designed it, and that's the reason why we have a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, evil practices today. Evil practices at all costs. People want to have money. Interesting. So the next generation is will be prepared to leave a good legacy. Leave a good legacy and do things rightly. The way it's supposed to be done. Wow, it's an amazing time to be with you today, sir. Right from Edvisor and Radio Show. Thank you. I want to say a big thank you to you, sir, for taking out time to with us. And we we see you next time. <laughs> thank you for having me. Your show is <laughs> a player. Thank you very much. Contact us at Edvisor. Dial and probably we have an order that would like us to process for you. You can as well contact us in that same number. Follow us on our social media channels. Facebook and YouTube at Edifice Twitter and Instagram at Edifice underscore Hub.
Jean-Soumé. Demain. Elle est bizarre.